this morning, this afternoon, this evening, I want us to look at what happens next. And the first story I want to share is imagine being Saturday afternoon, getting all set to speak five times on Sunday at Central Hall, looking forward to seeing the church family. I mean, NHS Scotland ring you and say, you've got to self-isolate, you've got to stay at home. I'm thinking, great, another pre-recorded talk. I and mean, I'm thinking, for those who haven't been to Central Hall all year, are going to turn up and hear another flipping pre-recorded talk. I'm sorry, I'm sure you're not delighted by that, but hopefully God will speak to us in our time together. Hopefully there's a real presence of God meeting with you at Central Hall today. I want us to ask, what happens next? I'm going to start with a couple of situations in nativities in this season where we have school primary nativities. Perhaps you haven't been able to make them because of COVID restrictions, but what happens next? These are true stories from the local papers. Rob's daughter wet herself in the nativity. Did the teacher stop the nativity? Ask the children to vacate the stage? Let the nativity carry on as it made the stable look really authentic. The teacher let the, car- the nativity carry on as it made the stable look really authentic, the, the we on the stage. Number two, Mike's child was deemed a tricky child in the nativity rehearsal. What did the teacher do? Say that he couldn't participate, give him the role of a piece of straw, so he had to be still in the yellow suit for the whole nativity, or C, tie him to the stable door. The teacher gave him a role as a piece of straw in a yellow suit, and he had to be dead still the whole nativity. Number three, when unnamed child was given a present to give to the baby Jesus, did he stop and unwrap it and cry when he rose an empty box? Throw it at Mary and say, it's your baby! Or C, suggest they take it back to Amazon. The child stopped, unwrapped it and cried when he realised it was an empty box. But what happens next? When we think about last Christmas, we looked at 2019 and it felt like a bleak year with its challenges, with a political situation, with the nation seemingly at crisis. And we had this thing called Brexit, remember that? 2019 doesn't seem so bad after all, does it? But we looked back and we thought, how on earth are we going to get through the next year? And then 2020 comes and it's been full of challenges and surprises. And we can only say with certainty that we're never quite sure what tomorrow is going to hold. That's the only thing we really know, that we don't actually know what future's going to look like. 2020 has been a hard year on many fronts. And the other thing we've learned in this year is what we're control freaks. Whether it's holiday plans or diaries or our freedom or the government or economy, we want to be in control. We want to be in charge. We want to have certainty. But we've learned time and time again that there's very little that we can depend upon, very little that we can hold with truth and certainty. As we look at the story of the shepherds encountering Jesus, we realise that they turned to Jesus and built their life on Jesus. They were the poorest of the poor, the despised, those without hope, the outcasts in society, the broken, the needy. Luke's gospel constantly looks to the Samaritans, the prostitutes, those on the fringes, says the hope, the Jesus that came to earth 2,000 years ago, the Jesus that arrived is for you. Perhaps you're feeling vulnerable or broken or in need or hurting this Christmas. Jesus comes to you. Jesus comes to you today. And what happens is, as the shepherds hear from the angels that the baby Jesus has been born, they not only go, but it says that they hurried. They go to Jesus, they're desperate to meet the saviour of the world, the prince of peace, the wonderful counsellor. They hurry to see Jesus. And what happens is that even though they're going through the fear, they experience a profound peace, a shalom 
peace. A peace which is wholeness. A peace that is secure because our future is secure in Jesus in eternity with him for those of us who follow him. There is a profound peace that makes no sense to the world around them. Not based on circumstances, but based on Jesus. And then they meet with the baby Jesus and there is worship. The angels celebrate. There is joy. There is happiness. When we encounter Jesus, there is joy. Despite whatever is going on around us, there is joy and celebration and worship. And we worship Jesus amidst the storm, amidst the fact that for many of us, this is a tough Christmas season. And then they tell everyone the thrill of hope as they encounter Jesus. They're desperate to share the good news. They're desperate to tell others about the fact that they've built their life on Jesus. The fact he's changed everything. What happens next? They hurry to Jesus and it turns the world upside down in a positive way. There's peace, there's joy, there's hope, there's worship, there's celebration. Quite often at night, at 11, 11.30 at night, Adele will say to me, Andy, tomorrow you need to go and do the shopping, you need to buy milk, you need to buy bread, you need to go and change the driving license, you need to get a bulb done on my car, you need to take Jensen to school, you need to go and get a car if you're auntie and I'm sort of snoozing and falling asleep. And then she's like, you make sure you ring your grandma and spoke to her for a while, make sure you go and pick up this from church, make sure you go to the clothes bank, you me a list, I'm like, yeah, huh, yeah. And I'll say, yes, yes, yes. What happens the next day? I've forgotten. And the next day we're arguing because we're trying to say whether is it she didn't give me information correctly or more likely I've forgotten. You see, we can easily say yes, but our actions don't match up. Are we going to hurry towards Jesus and say yes and build our life of worship, of joy, of peace, of celebration on him? Are we going to trust in him amidst the storm? Are we going to allow him to give us the hope in this season when so much has been taken away? I honestly think this could be our best Christmas yet because it's Christmas without all the trimmings. It's Jesus without all the other stuff that actually is actually inconsequential as we look to Jesus and realize that he is enough to build our life upon. This can really be our best Christmas because Christmas isn't cancelled. Jesus comes to our world amidst the storm, amidst the pain, amidst the chaos. I love the version of Silent Night that Simon and Garfunkel did. I love Simon Garfunkel, to be honest, that's how cool I am. But Silent Night, the song about the baby Jesus born amidst peace and tranquility and serenity and perfection. The hope that's in Jesus. And alongside that, there's news reports of the pain, the suffering, the struggle, the government, the problems in America at that time. And the contrast is huge. These horrendous things that are happening and the serenity and the peace and the goodness that's in the baby, Jesus. Jesus came into that kind of world 2,000 years ago. He comes into the pandemic this year and says, look, amidst the pain and struggle and suffering, I hear your cries, I hear your prayers, I've come for you. But you can have peace and joy and worship amidst the storm. What happens next? None of us can say with certainty, but are we gonna hurry to Jesus? Are we going to rush to him to encounter the peace, the joy, the worship, the thrill of hope that comes from Jesus? Corrie Ten Boom famously said, we trust an unknown future to a known God. We trust an unknown future to a known God. What happens next? What's going to happen in 2021? None of us can say with certainty. But hurry to Jesus. He wants to give you peace 
and joy. He wants to give you a sense of hope and celebration this season. He wants to wrap his arms around you. He knows that it's been a tough year. He understands your anxiety. He understands your pain. But he's there comforting you and supporting you and carrying you into 2021. Turn to Jesus this Christmas. This can be our best Christmas yet because like Unlike any other past Christmas, the destruction, the noise, the chaos has been taken away and we've built our lives on Jesus. He is the peace, the joy and hope this Christmas 